This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. As experts attempt to predict the impact of a trade war on the economy, they're sharing plenty of differing opinions, but most agree that there will be both upsides and downsides. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Here's a summary of recent developments on the trade war. During trade talks, China refused a deal on U.S. agricultural products. That triggered an order from President Trump to impose an additional 10% tariffs on the remaining $300 billion worth of Chinese goods not yet subject to tariffs. After that, China devalued its currency and is now threatening to do more of the same if this trade war drags on. When the yuan is worth less, the dollar is worth more. That makes U.S. exports more expensive and Chinese imports to the U.S. more affordable. Worries of a prolonged trade war and global recession spooked investors last week, resulting in a big stock market sell-off, marking the largest one-day decline since February of 2018. But the next day, traders looking for a deal started buying back until central banks in India, Thailand, and New Zealand announced unexpected rate cuts. Stocks dropped again, creating another buying opportunity for courageous investors. Now, how have real estate investors fared through all this stock market volatility? Well, investors worldwide tend to flee to the safety of bonds and mortgage-backed securities during times of uncertainty. And when there are more buyers for bonds, yields go down, and that usually translates to lower mortgage rates as well. As of this morning, the 10-year Treasury hit new lows at 1.695%. Mortgage rates also dropped as more investors pulled money from stocks and put them into bonds and mortgage-backed securities. And with that, mortgage rates have dropped to new lows. Freddie Mac says the average for the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage as of August 8th is 3.6% a 15 basis point drop from the week before. And that's great news for anyone buying real estate or for those wanting to refinance. It's also very good for buy and hold investors wanting to get better cash flow by lowering borrowing costs. Mortgage brokers, of course, are also benefiting with more business and more refis. The National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lawrence Yun pointed out in a Housing Wire article that while low mortgage rates are good for housing, they're down for the wrong reasons. The upheaval on Wall Street isn't necessarily the best catalyst for lower mortgage rates. Yun says it's better to see lower interest rates with economic growth and low inflation. Another upside, depending on how you look at it, is there might be fewer Chinese buyers competing for U.S. real estate. Over the past year, there's been a 56% decline in real estate purchases involving Chinese buyers likely due to a directive from the Chinese government encouraging more investment at home and not overseas. With less competition from Chinese buyers, U.S. property values are not increasing as rapidly as they were over the past 10 years. And that's good for buyers who have had to compete with all-cash offers over asking price. But it may not be as good for sellers or flippers, specifically in areas where the Chinese have historically bought, which is mainly in higher-priced neighborhoods in California and New York. Chief economist for the National Association of Home Builders, Rob Dietz, believes the trade war is bad for the economy and for housing because it can erode consumer confidence and create uncertainty in the housing market. He says it will also increase construction and remodeling costs. Dietz told the mortgage reports that we estimate that the 25% rate on the existing set of tariffs represent $2.5 billion annual tax increase for the housing sector in terms of materials used for construction. 
It's not clear how much pain the new tariffs will actually add to the cost of housing. But the National Association of Home Builders says the real problem is regulations, which account for about 25% of the price of a single-family home. If a trade war continues to take a toll on the stock market, luxury homes may have more exposure. But LendingTree's chief economist, Tendai Kapfidze, believes that the construction of lower-priced homes will take a hit as well. He said already thin margins will be trimmed further which will make it even more difficult for builders to afford to bring on more affordable housing to the market, which will further exacerbate the inventory challenge at the lower end of the housing market. However, there are mixed reviews as to whether the tariffs are really causing inflation after all. Investment advisor Louis Navalier said in a Seeking Alpha article that predictions of inflation, slower growth, and recession due to high tariffs are two years old, yet we've seen 3% growth and 2% inflation so far, except in China, where our tariffs are slowing Chinese growth and fueling inflation there. He added that with a strong dollar, a devalued yuan, and some cost absorption by middlemen, prices have been stable. The main upward pressure on inflation lately has come from energy, of which the U.S. is self-sufficient, housing and healthcare, which are domestic industries. Inflation has not been imported. However, a trade group called Tariffs Hurt the Heartland says that American consumers have paid more than $27 billion in additional import taxes since the trade war began in June of last year, and the monthly impact is rising. The group says that Americans paid $6 billion in tariffs during the month of June, which is one of the highest monthly tariff totals in U.S. history. It's about 74% higher than the same month last year. Group spokesman Jonathan Gold says, Americans are already paying record high tariffs, and the biggest hit to consumers is still to come on September 1st. That's when the new 10% tariff is supposed to kick in. Gold says these tariffs are costing American jobs, raising prices, hurting farmers, and derailing U.S. economic growth. Retaliatory tariffs by China on U.S. exports have also led to a 17% drop on those exports. But still, farmers appear to be sticking by Trump, according to CNBC. The latest producer survey conducted last week by the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture showed a record high 78% of farmers said they believe the trade war will ultimately benefit U.S. agriculture. And in order to offset the effect of the trade wars on U.S. farmers, President Trump announced a market facilitation program last summer, promising to disperse $12 billion in direct payments to growers. As of May of this year, More than $8.5 billion have been distributed from the program to soy, corn, wheat, cotton, and sorghum growers, according to Reuters. Well, here are my thoughts on all this. As long as China continues to devalue its currency, the tariffs may not have had the impact on trade that the president seeks, which is why we will likely see the Trump administration push harder for a bigger rate cut from the Federal Reserve in September. And now there's a strong chance that will happen. And should all this news scare investors away from real estate? Not at all. While stock market investors may be feeling the ups and downs of political wrestling, the need for a place to live hasn't changed. In fact, U.S. housing is on solid ground. Foreclosure starts are low, homeowners are locked into low monthly payments, and property values have increased. Even if a homeowner lost his or her job, they might not be in such a hurry to walk from their home, just to pay higher rent somewhere else and leave all that equity on the table for the banks to take. During the last recession, those of us who sold our high-priced bubble properties and exchanged them for low-priced, high-cash-flow properties in strong job growth markets 
did not even feel the recession in those areas. Because regardless of whether there's a recession or not, most people prefer having a roof over their head. There is a growing demand for affordable housing, and savvy investors who are able to provide that can still get 6 to 8% returns or much more if they take on this long-term, low-cost debt. As Warren Buffett famously says, be fearful when others are greedy, and greedy when others are fearful. Many people are fearful because they're falling for misleading headline news. Don't settle for 1.7% returns on treasuries when you can get 6 to 8% or more on cash flow tied to hard assets like real estate that do not fluctuate in the way that stocks do. You can also get incredible tax breaks that further increase your returns while also having someone else pay off your debt for you. And I'm not alone in thinking this. Economists have previously said they don't expect the next recession to result in a big drop in home prices. And many suggest that waiting around for something like that to happen might leave potential buyers empty-handed and disappointed. You can find out more about how you can build your real estate portfolio with affordable housing that is in high demand for millions of Americans. Just go to newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.